Hi, this is Robert Schuler with Melissa's Produce, and you're listening in on Cord Vines and Dye. Hi, this is Martha Davis from the Motels, and you're listening to 10 Temecula Entertainment Network. <laughs> The time I've had spent's been such a waste. He said goodbye with the tears in his eye, and someday I will return. I didn't understand the depth of the meaning. Every day I search to learn of those words. Why I feel so cold and all alone I've been such a selfish man But the reason why on a cross he died So you and I could live I didn't understand the depth of the meaning And I wish I could
Good afternoon. Happy Sunday to you. You're listening to Chords, Vines, and Dines. I'm Tom Plant, along with uh, my illustrious co-host, Twinkle Toes, Cat Ellis. Oh, yes. The, the engineer <laughs> with the most is here, running from one spot to another. There you go. <laughs> Hi, Tom. Hey, Cat. We had uh, a lovely morning. Oh, wasn't that incredible? We went to uh, one of our favorite spots, Wilson Creek Winery. The food there, if you haven't gone, it's just always, always sensational. And the bubbles. We uh, managed to finish a bottle of Brut, uh, their sparkling wine. Uh, I finished it. <laughs> yes, I you confess, finished. I finished the bubbles. I, I was trying to mm-hmm. trying to be there for you, but thank you. <laughs> um, but you were driving, and true. I had to take one for the team and That's finish right. it. We uh, had a breakfast skillet, which was scrambled eggs it had uh, chorizo it had tortillas it had queso fresco the, had, the beans the, the beans yeah and then the breakfast burger we just shared the breakfast burger was a hamburger patty it had melted cheese it had bacon egg and an egg yeah a, 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 like a sunny side up egg so that was the second time i've had a breakfast hamburger and uh, so when you cut into it the egg yolk Ran a little bit, which is perfect. That's the way, sure, the way I like it. It was really good. And, um, and you know, and I don't eat a lot of red meat. No, I know you don't. So I was surprised to see you go that way this morning. I went that way this morning. Again, I took one for the team. There you go. And but it was good. So my initial thought was we would go there for a Sunday brunch, but they discontinued their Sunday brunch a while ago. They have, I spoke with Chef Steve Stawinski. And uh, they have no breakfast on Saturday, but on Sunday, they have uh, two or three breakfast items and their specials. So, uh, but really a nice assortment. If you're not in the mood for breakfast, they have flatbreads. They have. Uh, I almost went with the flatbread this morning. Not mushroom, mushroom. Yeah, mushroom flatbread. You know me yep. and my shrooms. Yep. yep. So anyway, um, and I thought it was quite reasonable. It uh, was. It yep. was very good. Yeah. And of course, Ramiro. we had brute brute bubbles. Yep. And uh, our new friend Ramiro, who waited on us. Oh, yeah, wasn't he awesome? What a he nice was guy. so cool. Yeah. They have the the nicest servers there, and he was just top of the line. So, our day got off to a great start, and we have got a wonderful show lined up for you. We just listened to Rock and Rock. <laughs> That's right, uh, Doctor Staten Medsker, and he uh, we we had an email exchange before we interviewed him, and he said, just to let you know, he says, I'm going to come right out of the gate at full tilt. Well, you can tell when we do the interview, he came right out of the gate and went right for it. I mean, yeah. I love it. Oh, he's wonderful. And I really hope to have him back on the show, you know, a few more times here. Maybe we do it every other month or something with yeah. him. I and love I'm it. not going to let the cat out of the bag, but he's going to teach you something physical to do. He's going to teach you a, a trick. He's got to come down here and teach it to me. He's up in Washington, I That's believe. That's right. He's on an island in Washington State. Oh, but, tough, tough life up yeah. there. But And uh, we also have uh, James Rousseau. Uh, James uh, wrote a book called Success on Your Own Terms. Isn't that correct? Yep. And uh, really fascinating guy. And he also has a, uh, he's on a Sirius XM channel uh, that's Christian hip hop. Is that a yeah, good way to Christian describe it? Yeah, Christian hip hop. Yeah. And I think they have 16 hours of programming. Isn't that what yeah, he has, he has various uh, people on the show all yeah, the well, time hear him that, that hosts the shows. Yeah. And very interesting. So, yeah. And he really wants you to get out of your own way and get on with your... The fact that he said that you'll hear it. Six out of ten people are unhappy at work. Yes. And that's horrible. 
Yeah, it's no way to live. No. If you got to work, you should be having fun. Indeed. Aren't we having fun? Well, if we're not, we're doing it wrong. <laughs> well, it's got to be the champagne and the wine. What there are we drinking? Go. We've got some wine here. Okay. A couple of weeks ago, um, I had couldn't find my paperwork, but we opened a, a, a wine called Aster. Aster Crianza 2019. And these wines are from the Ribera del Duero wine region in Spain. It's a magnet for skilled winemakers from around the world. And that was a Tinta del Pais, which is a local Tempranillo clone. So that's what we had a couple weeks ago, and we both really liked it. Easy for you to say, my (laughs) gosh. Well, I have a little more experience in Spanish than you do. Yes, you do. But but these were sent to us um, because they're uh, uh, great for steaks, burgers, poultry, ribs, and more. Um, They are... The perfect reds for a summer barbecue. So we've had uh, the Aster, and today we are drinking the Avignal Tinto 2021. And this is 100% Tempranillo. Uh, Very intense garnet red color, clean and very bright. Very good aromatic intensity that conveys a sensation of fresh red fruit, red currants. Very pleasant in the mouth due to its initial smoothness in the balance its excellent fruitiness provides here's what i thought you might get a kick out of and it recommends to uh, pair this wine with all kinds of meats such as chicken beef pork and lamb and it would be ideal with soft cheeses and blue fish and blue fish you know That's an eastern fish. You don't get bluefish around here much. Uh, there, isn't there a musical group Yes, there's a bluefish. Yes, I could drink it listening to bluefish. Yes. There you go. You know what my favorite Spanish word is? No. Cava. Ah, <laughs> gee, I wonder why. Shall we uh, go into our visit with uh, James Rousseau? You think so? I think so. And okay. then a little later on we'll play the game of food. We are uh, so very happy and so uh, have been looking forward to visiting with James Rousseau. James, thank you for uh, taking time out of your day to, to chat with us. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So you're uh, a business executive and a hip-hop uh, media mogul. Is that <laughs> somewhat accurate? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say mogul. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm running a company and uh, try, trying to change the trajectory of our uh, lives and careers of our youth and and the book is uh how when was this published james a success on your own terms originally 2014 ah but you've republished it we republished it yeah we took the we 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 purchased the rights from the uh the company and now we republished it ourselves yeah and in this book there are six promises to fire up your passion ignite your career and create an amazing life tell us about that well, yeah, you know, one of the things that I found interesting when working on the book was the idea that uh, sometimes, you know, New Year's resolutions and other commitments don't have the same stickiness as a promise. So I think that's the first thing is, you know, really making a promise to yourself. And that, that seems to have, a, again, a level of stickiness, a level of, um, what's the word I'm looking for, intimacy with a person when they make a promise to themselves. The second thing was around again, on the overall topic of really helping people think about where they want to be, particularly tied to their passion and purpose, right? At the time of writing the book, the studies have said that six out of 10 people were dissatisfied with the work they do every day. Wow. And that, that, 
that hit me hard, six out of 10. I mean, I was sitting on the um, Chicago freeway heading downtown from where I was working at Allstate Northbrook and, you know, back-to-back traffic and you just stop and sit there and I literally just counted cars, right? Now. Like, <laughs> what do you do for Fox 7, 8, 9, 10? Six of them are very unhappy right now, right? Beyond the traffic. And at the time, the book had a different operating title, at least in my mind. I don't know if the publisher agreed, but I was calling it 7 Million Minutes because if you look at your time from when you get up, get ready for work, your commute, and the work time on an average 40-hour week, doing that from the time you graduate college to the average age of 65 is 7 million minutes of your life. Mm. And so the thought-provoking question I want to ask is, you know, what do you want to do with your 7 million minutes? And you can't get those back. Can't get them back. Many have tried. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know about your, uh, your radio show. Uh, uh, tell us about Holy Culture Radio on Sirius XM. Absolutely. It was birth, uh, quite, quite some time ago. We, we were about 20, we just celebrated, uh, 20 years. Wow. And wow. birth, you know, before the days of, uh, you know, during the days of mp3.com, right? <laughs> back, back when. Yeah, congratulations. Apple Thank you. And so started as, um, you know, I was doing a show called The Corelink, The Corelink Show, and, uh, Victor Padilla had launched, uh, Holy Culture, and we met. We were both in Philadelphia, met liked each other, liked working together, became a partner of the company and succeeded him as CEO. And what we've always done is tried to figure out how to use hip-hop to to deliver a message of faith, right? So Christian hip-hop. And we've been doing that for a long time. Last year, well, well, taking my corporate journey, I spent 11 years at J.P. Morgan Chase, three years at Allstate out in Chicago, and then three years with a company out in Dallas, Oklahoma, and was able to leave in 2018 to focus on our nonprofit with 100% of my time. And in doing that, we recently launched the mobile app, and then last year we were able to strike a deal and launch a full-time channel on SiriusXM. And that channel is now allowing us to reach millions with, with our program. And we have 16 shows. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and so uh, we're busy, but we're loving it, absolutely loving it. Well, I was just reading um, on your book, the message to the next generation of leaders needs to be embrace your passion and you're doing this on your on your uh, on your show. How, how are besides? Are you doing it with the hip hop? Uh, what it's an all combination. How do you work it all together? That's a great question, and I will tell you full combination. So, I um, I like to use acronyms because they help me keep myself straight. And so, the acronym I like to use for our programming is FAVE. F A V is in Victor E, mm. and that stands for Space art, vocation, and education. And so we as a nonprofit have a, a career and learning side, and then we have a faith-driven side. The easiest thing to do would probably be keep them separate, right? Do your career learning, leadership learning stuff over here, do your faith stuff over here. What was interesting to me is how you bring them together, just like people are whole people. So when we speak to people, to, to only speak to one part of them, felt like a miss as opposed to let's bring it together faith arts vocation education you have to have faith if you don't have it in uh christian belief in god and so on and so forth you are placing it somewhere so let's talk about that arts we are left brain and right brain people right so we can be highly logical but we usually we have some art vocation well man doesn't work man doesn't eat so how do we talk about careers the various opportunities even in times like this where it feels like people are leaving corporate america what does that mean to have multiple streams of income and to think about different avenues to get places and then education 
we talk about it as a continuum, right? You never stop learning. You are a lifetime learner, even through those first three things, right? You'll continue to learn about your faith, your art, and uh, career journey. And so to your question, we integrate all those things through our shows. Again, 16 shows, all very different. Some are DJs mixing. Some are more talk-oriented, particularly our daily shows. There's four shows every day, 6 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock, and 6 o'clock. And then some weekly shows, and then 10 on the weekend. And what I think we do is try to intersperse having a great time of entertainment with a great time of education as well. It's amazing. I'm, I'm reading in your book about understanding where you are on the learning curve. Stage one you call unconscious incompetence. What is that? Well, yeah, unconscious incompetence <laughs> is, you know, when you're do, doing something wrong and, and you don't know it yet. Mm. Right? So you are, you know, whether you could be highly technical but haven't developed soft skills such as self-awareness and things such as that, right, versus going to that next box of uh, conscious incompetence, I think it's box two, where at least you know, okay, I'm not hitting the ball at the park. I but, get it. And but I, I know not I'm, necessarily know what to do yet, but I know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and unconscious uh, competence, if you will, is I, I call it sometimes like the LeBron James or Michael Jordan factor, right? Where you, you don't expect them to miss, and they're so, so good and gifted at it, right, um, that you, you can depend on it. It's bankable, so to speak. I, well, it's a fascinating book, and uh, what do you have in the works? What's what's in the future for James? Well, you know what? I'm, I'm totally absorbed in what we're doing here. I also serve on the DeVry Board of uh, Trustees, and I love that because we're able to, you know, help 23,000, 25,000 students every year. Mm. And, you know, education right now I think is at a critical juncture where you have, uh, let's call it a segment of people who – who believe maybe I don't need a formal education and, you know, cause maybe I can just learn it all through YouTube. And I think it's a good time for us to, what's what I'm looking for? Reinfuse the idea of learning how to learn in and of itself is critical. And so, uh, I enjoy that work. And then outside of that, I'm, I'm looking at our, our roadmap of some things we want to develop, not ready to make any announcements, but I'll just say, listen, the, the Lord has really placed something on my heart for us to reach, try to reach 50 million people. We're at about five now, so I've got a roadmap of other things we need to do to, to continue that work. Well, I congratulate you on what you have done and what you continue to do, and, and thank you so much for your time. Kat, did you have something else you wanted to ask? No, I agree. I think it's just wonderful what the work he's doing and continuing and how, he, and how he's going about to reach out to, to everybody with this. It's really good. I was just reading your schedule on the uh, radio, and boy... You've got a lot of people backing you up and helping you out. That's wonderful. Absolutely. It takes a team, right? It does. It really does. Uh, do you have any other books in the making? Or are you going to just uh, continue with this one? Or Yeah, I have another one I've been, I've been working on here and there. I focused on a perspective on leadership. Not sure when that will come to light. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I look forward to, to reading it when it does, when you do get it done. <laughs> we, we wish, thank you. We, I know I've got one spell. That helps. <laughs> we, we wish you all the best, and thank you so very much for your time, James. What a fascinating man. Uh, you're listening to Chords, Vines, and Dines, and uh, we were just uh, wrapped up our visit with James Rousseau, who's written a book called Success on Your Own Terms, and what a... Uh, fascinating life he leads he's got a 
his corporate background, and he's now doing the hip-hop Christian music. And uh, Talk about having all these different hats. No kidding. Fascinating guy and uh, very generous of him to share his time with us. I just told you, I don't wear hats. <laughs> you I wear, wear aprons. aprons. Yeah. I got an apron for everything I there, do. There you go. But and anyway, yeah, he was he was absolutely fascinating. I got to say, we have some really great guests on our show. We are so blessed. We really have gotten some fascinating people, some fun people. And we've got, speaking of fun people, oh boy, do we have a fun one coming up. I kind of put Rock and Doc along the signs with uh, Kenny and Tara. Marquez. They were both just, boy, I don't, I I would say we should get those two together. I mean, Tara with Rock and Doc, but then I don't think the world could handle all three of them together. No, that would, uh, that would be a little too intense. Before we go any further, I want to thank our official produce sponsor, Melissa's Produce. And uh, do you want to know why I'm excited? Why are you excited? Uh, this coming Tuesday or Wednesday, we're going to get a big box of summer ooh, produce ooh, ooh, from ooh. Melissa's. And uh, then we're going to have Robert Schuler back on the show. And uh, we'll talk about uh, what summer has to offer in the field of uh, mostly fruits. But Have you uh, picked out your recipe for I have not. Time? I'll do that this week. I've, I got so excited about that. I want to do another one, too. So hurry up and do yours so I can do one. <laughs> I will. Because at the time when it comes for me to do it, I'll probably be too busy again. But right now, I've got the time to do it. Okay. You're going to hit me first, or am I going to hit you? It's time Here, for the smack, game of food. Let me smack you upside the head. I'll go for it. How about regional dishes? Let How about hit it? You, hit you with regional dishes. <laughs> How about it? Oh, God, I can't even pronounce half the stuff <laughs> on here. Chitterlings yeah. are a staple of soul food c- cuisine. What are they? A, pickled pig's feet. B, pork rib tips, C, chicken gizzards, or D, pork intestines. And I got to say, none of those sound appealing to me, <laughs> but go ahead. One more Chick- time. Ch- chitterlings. Yeah, no, I know that. What are the choices? Pickles, pig feet, pork rib tips, chicken gizzards, or pork intestines. I'm going to go with pork intestines. Oh, God, I hate you. <laughs> no, you don't. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't, but I hate you at this game. How about that? But, yeah, you're right. Pork intestines. Ew. Ingredients is your category. Okay. Where do coffee beans originally come from? Morocco, Lebanon, Ethiopia, or Guatemala? Juan Valdez. Well, he's, that does not sound like Ethiopian name to me, does it? Coffee? No, Juan no, Valdez. No, I, I said Juan Valdez. It's not on the I was going to say, that doesn't sound like... Okay, give me those choices again. Morocco, Lebanon, Ethiopia, or Guatemala? I'd say Ethiopia. Ding, 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 ding. I kind of had knew that. I think it was in the back of my brain somewhere. All right. But again, Juan Valdez does not sound like an Ethiopian name. So. <laughs> it was not on the card. That was just something I... Oh, okay. Ad-libbed. I know, I just... Okay, cooking tools and techniques. Okie dokie. You ready? Sure. This French method for thickening soups and sauces involves mixing flour into softened butter and then slowly adding knobs of the mixture to your pot. Okay. I can't pronounce any of these things. (laughs) A, (laughs) B E U R R E, M A N A E. Vermaine? Vermaine. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't that? know. 
without seeing it. It's okay, B Ruse R O U X Ru. Uh, C Bechamel, and D <laughs> Mark Marconage M A C A R O N A G E. Okay, I'm. <clears throat> I know if I say one, it's going to be the other, so I'm just going to go with Bechamel. <clears throat> Ru. <laughs> no, it's A. Let me a. look at it. I, I okay, you pr- you pronounce it. It's A. If I can see it. Burmani. Burr is butter. And uh, manier is... Uh, well, you should have gotten that right then. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't. Okay. People in pop culture. Oh, boy. The 2004 film Sideways. Oh, caused sales of this wine to skyrocket across the country thanks to Paul Giamatti's character's love for it. Was it A, Sancerre, B, Merlot, C, Pinot Noir, or D, Pinot Grigio? A. <coughs> no! Pinot Noir. Oh, wait a minute. I thought you... Okay, wait a minute. Caused sales of this wine to skyrocket. Go, go in the order again. Sancerre. Was that A? That was A. Oh, well, no, I didn't mean A. I didn't know. <laughs> That's what you said. I know, but I didn't mean that one. B, Merlot, which he said, I ain't drinking no, no Merlot. Right. Uh, C, Pinot Noir, D, Pinot Grigio. Oh, I got it backwards. I did know it was Pinot Noir. <laughs> I went. I didn't even know what A, what wine is A. Sancerre, yeah. It's a white wine. Oh, fruit. yeah. It's, it's a white wine. Yeah, and no, I, went, I know that. Oh, damn. <laughs> it must so, be the bubbles I had. It's affected my brain. I think uh, brain. we both got one right, one wrong. Yeah. Only technically, it was that last one didn't count because I didn't know what it was. Okay. I just got mixed up. All right. Well, Can you believe that? It's true. Uh, no, I can't. And how many times I've seen Sideways, I know that <laughs> answer. I know Rex Pickett, who wrote the, the book that the movie was based on. And i got to watch it again. He is a character. I he, love that movie. We were at a wine tasting one day, and um, he was promoting his new book, new at the time, uh, called Vertical. And we were talking, and he said, Tom, I I wish somebody would come over and bring me a bottle of wine. I said, give me a minute, Rex. And I went table to table to table, and I think by the time I finished my rounds, he had 10 bottles of wine. <laughs> <laughs> a bottle, you got 10. Yep. How nice. I said, Rex, Rex would like a bottle of wine. That's such oh, a good no movie, problem. though. Oh, i got to watch movie. that movie again. Yeah, very good. You know, and my grandkids said, are you watching that again? <laughs> I said, but it's a feel-good movie. It is. Even if you're not drinking, you feel good. And uh, I think Dr. Staten Metzger will make you feel good. Um, I'm Well, if he were close, I'm sure he would. But I'm going to follow his directions. He's got his book and uh, YouTube videos and, and music. It's true. Actually, he had me when he said Scorpions. Yes. Well, don't give it away, but yes. And uh, Rock and Doc and the Backbones, mm-hmm. that's the name of his group. And I mean Scorpions as in the musical the band, not, yes. well, not the little creepy critters. Right. No, you'll, you'll hear him talk about I love the Scorpions. <laughs> one of my top faves. All right. So should we get into uh, the Rock and Doc? Fasten your seatbelts. You've reached the Rockin' Doc. That's right. On the hip, the hop, the happenin'. I'm talking about the flip, the flop, and the crackling. There ain't no doubt I'm on a jam all a bam and lay my loving hands on the next needy band. So Tom and Cat, 
or shall I say, Kong Cat, bring the questions from your domes, and the rockin' doc is gonna throw you back some bones. <laughs> Bravo! Well, welcome to Chords, Vines, and Dines, Rockin' Doc. Thank you so much. Glad to be a part. We're really excited to have you on here. I've been looking forward to this ever since Tom talked to you about being on the show. And I'm I'm really excited to hear about all the celebrities you've worked with. You're, you're, I don't even know where to start with you. You've got so many places to go. <laughs> um <laughs> We, we I've been very blessed in my career to be the chiropractor to over 600 famous bands wow. from Ozzy to Def Leppard to Weird Al, um, you know, and I've always had a band on the side uh, as I was uh, doing my career as a chiropractor. And it just it just kept getting better and better and taking off, you know, and every time I was working on these guys backstage. I was like, hey, you know what? I'm a musician, too, and I'm kind of going to put together a little album. Would you mind doing a cameo on uh, my next album? And crack, I'd adjust their neck. <laughs> They'd have no choice. They'd say, okay, okay, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. Uh, you know, so four years ago when I started putting the album together, I just called them back up, and I'm like, hey, remember when you said you would? And they said, yeah, we'll do that for you. So uh, it took four years in the recording and uh, we released the album in February uh, called uh, Rock and Doc and the Backbones. Uh, <laughs> and the album is called The Moment of Truth. <laughs> I know you sent us a copy of the book. We haven't received it yet. So uh, remind our listeners what your book is called. Uh, the book is called How to Adjust Yourself and Avoid Seeing a Chiropractor. Yeah, and it's uh, basically it contains... Uh, my exercise program on how to create cor uh, correct uh, three of the most common uh, postural problems that we face as a pandemic in our society today. I tell you, Tom, I got tired of adjusting all of these uh, musicians. And they'd go off on tour, they'd come back and they would just ruin all my work and <laughs> have to start over. And I'm like, there's got to be something that you could be doing on the tour bus for just a few minutes a day that would actually correct your postural problems. And so they started doing, I, I created this program called the SET program. It just stands for SET, stretch, exercise, and traction. And once they started stretching the right muscles, uh, exercising the left muscles, and doing some traction before they go to bed at night, you take that unilateral or one-sided uh, program and the next thing you know it you've got structural correction like braces on teeth that keeps the body balanced to its best level it sounds like something both cat and i could use desperately i was gonna say do you make house calls <laughs> <laughs> i absolutely do and where are you located <laughs> where are you located we're about an hour north of san diego uh, to, near temecula all right, I'm on my way. <laughs> Great, we're ready. The morning. So this program, you say, can save people $800 a month. That's correct. You know, if, if somebody walks into my clinic and, you know, they fell on their butt like the average person 3,000 times before you're 19 years old, you've got a little rotation in your pelvis. Everybody knows you got a short leg on one side and they're like, oh, everybody has it. That's normal. No, that's common, not normal. 
So it's common because we all did it. Uh, so if you go in to a chiropractor or a PT or an osteopath and they measure your legs, and the next thing you know it, you've got, on average, almost a half-inch short leg uh, out there for most people. Uh, and if you measure that, all you have to do is to correct that is come see the chiropractor or osteopath three times a week for three months at a time. And that's $180 a visit. And you do the math. I mean, that stuff adds up. Who's got that kind of time and that kind of money, especially nowadays with most people that don't even have the insurance programs to back them up anymore. So how can you do it yourself? Very easily. In my book, How to Adjust Yourself and Avoid Seeing a Chiropractor shows you this five-minute program where you stretch the right hamstring, but not the left hamstring. Mm. You stretch the left quad, but not the right quad. And then you lay on traction pelvic blocks for 15 minutes a night before you go to bed. And it's that one, two, three punch where you stretch it in the correct direction, you exercise it in the correct direction, and you traction it in the correct direction. And you can fix on your own two to four millimeters a month on the average 12 millimeters a month short leg syndrome. And that will save you $800 a month easily out of pocket. Wow. <laughs> and where do we get this traction device? Uh, you can get it on Amazon. They're 28 bucks. They're called pelvic blocks. Pelvic block. Okay, I'll look that up. I'm writing that down right now. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. Now, you yep. came... You came upon uh, chiropractic naturally. Your mom used to lay you down on the floor when you were little and uh, crack your back, right? Isn't that crazy? I, I remember being out, you know, in, in Arizona and Tucson, playing out in the desert. Uh, and, uh, you know, my bow was hunched over and playing with these little cars and uh, pushing scorpions around and trying <laughs> to capture birds and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, you know what? My back is killing me. And I'd run inside and my like, mom, can you do something? My back hurts. She said, lay down. And so she put me on the floor and just put her hands on either side and pop, 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 squished me a little bit. And I was like, wow, thanks, mom. And out the door, I was there for another couple hours of play. And I was totally fine and out of her hair. I mean, and when I asked her, I'm like, mom, how did you learn how to do that? And she's like, I don't know. My dad told me, hey, can you come help and walk on my back or uh, push on my back over here or that sort of thing? And she used to do it to her dad when she was young. So you know what? If, if my mom can do it, if she could have done it as a kid, come on, man. Let's just start giving some body work. I can't believe how many people are out there that are so lack of touched in this society. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Don't touch me. I don't like to be touched. I do. Well, if you start touching them at an early age, uh, they're going to love to be touched if you do it the right way. Oh, I'm all ready for it. Yeah. I am. You know, touch is one of the most famous, should be one of the most famous healing arts on the face of the planet. Uh, the three healing arts, they're the most powerful healing arts. Uh, the first is thought. All you have to do is think about something, and Jesus did this. He just thought about something, and somebody was healed. The next thing if you do is speech. If you just talk about it and say the thought out of your mouth, you can heal somebody just through speaking. And that's been proven in scientific fact. They did a, The American Medical Association did a study on prayer, 
and doctors prayed over their patients, medical doctors, and they found that the patients got better 10% faster and better just with prayer alone. It's scientifically proven that out of the words out of your mouth, you can heal people just by speaking it. The third most powerful healing art in the world is touch. And that is so easy. If we touch people more, we're going to heal people more. And that's what we need to start doing to heal this society. I totally agree on that. That is, that's very interesting. Um, now, did you go on tour with all these artists or were you just waiting until they got to where you were and then got to see them? Kat, I'm 60 years old, all right? And I have moved 55 times oh my in my lifetime. Wow. I have been around the world and back again, let me tell you. And everywhere I go, I got a portable table with me. And you know what? If a band comes to town and I liked that band and they inspired me and I wanted to, you know, um, uh, that their music inspired me to be better. I wanted to see if I can adjust them. I would just show up and I'd have my (laughs) table in my hand and I would knock on the door and I'd be like, hey, anybody need a chiropractor? (laughs) And they were all like, no, get out of here. You're not credentialed. So, uh, (laughs) you know, I got a hundred no's. But I started getting a yes, a yes, maybe. And what's it going to cost us? And I'm like, how about a picture with the band? And like, yeah. And the next thing you know, it, you know, I've got 600 yeses in my pocket. Wow. Good for you. And how long have you been doing this now? I was a chiropractor for 30 years. Wow. That's great. Now, did you, um, what, what are your, some of your favorite bands that you've worked on, musicians? Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely, you know, my most inspirational band uh, that I was so passionate about, uh, you know, I was 15, 16, 17, and just my world was in such chaos. I came from such an abusive household. Uh, the only thing that gave me comfort and serenity was the Scorpions. You know, I'd oh, go out yeah. and I, I would just crank the Scorpions in my 69 Camaro <laughs> and, uh, you know, my neighbors would come down and pound on my window. Shut that thing down, you crazy <laughs> nut! And, uh, and, it, uh, uh, and then it was so surreal. Uh, in 2002, when I was uh, uh, backstage, I was actually host of a TV show called Club TV after Saturday Night Live. And uh, they came to on tour through Salt Lake City. And I was like, hey, I got to interview the bands. And I'm like, oh, by the way, I'm a chiropractor, too. You know, I can get you adjusted after the interview. And uh, sure enough, I set the table up. It's so surreal. There I was, you know, just massaging and adjusting and working on the backs of, you know, my most uh, beloved band I've ever loved in my life that helped me through so much. It was just such a surreal moment in my life. Oh, yeah. I've met some of the band members, and they are very, very cool. I do love the Scorpions, too. Tell us about Weird Al. What was he like to work with? Well, you would think that Weird Al is uh, this total extrovert and always-on kind of thing. And I was really, really surprised when the two of us got back into a room together. um, He just stood there. And I was like, so what's up, Weird Al? <laughs> you know, Alan, he's just like, nothing. 
And I'm like, uh, well, so what's going on? He's like, nothing. And I'm like, are you going to tell me anything? Like, how can I help you? I'm all right. You know, like, I mean, there was, you know, I had to pull and tug information out of him to get him to come out of his shell. Uh, but I'll tell you, hands, hands down, the best performer I have ever seen in my lifetime of going to car, uh, concerts uh, over the years. That guy could change into personalities uh, so quick, so fast, and just be so spot on and so entertaining. Uh, he's just the most phenomenal entertainer. Uh, and the closest person ever came close to him was Garth Brooks, ah. uh, you know, for a showmanship kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, he was dialed in. He was spot on. You know, after a while, after uh, working on him a bit, he kind of came out of his shell. And then I'm like, hey, let's make some faces together. And so we got <laughs> a bunch of, you know, photos of us being goofy and things like that. Now, about two and a half years ago, I fell and fractured a couple of vertebrae in my lower lumbar. And I know that my posture is all screwed up. Do you, do you have any uh, tips for me? Uh, yeah, sure. first of all, uh, when you read the book, find out the uh, short leg syndrome that you have. Okay. And when you read the book, you do the exercise program for the, like if you're short on the right, you do the exercise for the right side. Uh, and you do it for, you know, one, two, three months until you've stabilized the pelvis. And then you start doing symmetrical protocol, your standard P90X or your squats or your lunges or things like that. But in the meantime, you shouldn't run, jump, or squat. Those things hammer the vent nail. And so 90% of the population should not do those things right now. Marathon runners are hammering the vent nail uh, and they just, they're wearing out their joints and they're right straight on arrow online for a hip and knee replacement that's coming up soon. Yeah. Uh, so take care of the rotation out of the pelvis first. It takes the torque off of the lower back so you don't pinch so many nerves. Secondly, then, after you get the torque out, work on stretching both hamstrings symmetrically because I guarantee you 90% of the population has a posterior pelvic tilt from sitting in high school for 12 years and college for four to six years after that add sitting at a desk job on top of that and you've got posterior pelvic tilt which is the shrinking of both hamstrings and remember this is so important tom uh when you stretch don't just stretch linear linear means one direction i want you to think tom and cat round okay round. our legs our legs square or our legs round? Round. Are muscles square or round under a microscope? Round. Right. Round. So you have to stretch round. Okay? And so that means that do your normal linear stretch with your legs straight out up on a couch or ottoman or something like that, right? Like you're doing a hamstring stretch. Do the stretch for 20 seconds. But then torque or rotate round the foot into a internal rotation and hold that stretch for 20 seconds and then stretch external rotation round outside rotation for 20 seconds. And now you're stretching the middle muscle of the hamstring, the inside muscle of the hamstring and the outside muscle of the hamstring. So you actually stretch the muscle as a group 
entirely. And that's why my book works so well is because when you use the muscle as a group and stretch it and elongate the muscle as a group and make the leg longer, I mean, make the muscle longer, it makes the leg longer on the short leg side. That's why it works so well. It sounds like your book can make uh, people live longer, happier, healthier lives and, and be in less pain. Wouldn't it be wonderful? I was just down at Pike Place Market the other day, and there was a lady walking down there. She had to have been in her 80s walking with a cane. And I'm telling you, it looked like she was carrying her head in her hand in front of her chest. Mm. Her head was so far bent forward and over, she couldn't even look up. Wow. And who wants to be 70, 80 years old? With their head hanging down in their lap. Not me. And you can't turn and see cars coming in your blind spot. Who wants that quality of life? I want to be doing jumping jacks and I want to be doing, you know, some um, handstands and some cartwheels when I'm 70 and 80. Don't you? Well, I am 70 and um, maybe, I mean, I'm, I don't know about the cartwheels, but... I, I, I've never done a cart. I could never do a cartwheel <laughs> in my life. <laughs> but all the other things, yes. I think my legs Your time too is going to come. <laughs> do my program. I'll get you doing cartwheels again, Kat. I could never do them. I thought my legs were too long, and they just got all tangled up. And I'm tall, so when I tried to do a cartwheel, my legs got tangled. <laughs> I'll be there to spot you. Oh, okay. I'm going to take you up on that. That's your new goal, Kat, you, cartwheels. I, my new goal is cartwheels. Well, I, gotta, I love it. I have a trampoline in the backyard. Maybe I could try it on that. At least when I fall, I won't hurt myself. Well, okay, no jumping for three months. <laughs> okay, Kat, no jumping for three no months. No jumping, okay. Staten, I can't tell you how much uh, fun it's been to visit with you, the Rockin' Doc, and I loved your intro to our show. Absolutely. Uh, I'm here, uh, Rockin' Doc, and the Backbones is the name of my band. And uh, you can go to uh, my website, which is drstatenmedsker.com. That's D-R. Staten is S-T-A-T-E-N. Medsker, M-E-D-S-K-E-R.com. I've been Americanized. If you want to try the German pronunciation of it, it's Dr. Statensimetsker. And we've uh, been enjoying it. Everybody calls me Rockin' Doc. So your music, uh, that's on your website as well? Sorry? Your music, is it, it's on your website. Can it be downloaded? Absolutely. You can go to my website and listen to it for free. Well, we'll play some of your music on our show on Sunday. That would be awesome. You're going to love it. It gets up and goes. And you have a great... I'm the guitar player for all of the, uh, the album, and I think backup on all of it uh every song on the album is a new band uh so you've got over 25 musicians in there doing their best cameos performances ever so you got a different song a singer on every uh, every song you got a different drummer a different uh, bass player on all the songs that kind of thing every song is a new band uh which makes it sound completely different uh and it doesn't get mundane like some of the albums that are coming out, you listen to the first couple few songs and you're just like, okay, I've heard this song before again already, right? Same guitar solos, all that kind of stuff. 
here, there's so much uh, different talent in there that just nobody matches anybody. They're all doing their own freestyles. It's beautiful, beautiful put together and high production too as well. Yeah. Are these, uh, is your music all original music? Did you write it or? I'm the writer and producer. That's correct. You I had co-producing all. with, uh, uh, with a bad company's bass player, uh, Lynn Sorensen. Uh, he helped me co-produce it as well. Wow. That's great. Um, is there anything that you can't do? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm telling you, uh, I, I haven't ventured into the movie business until last week. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. I had an idea for a movie. Uh, it, uh, uh, I was so inspired uh, over the last week that I couldn't type fast enough to draw up the outline. Uh, I got it copyrighted, and I got it pitched. And lo and behold, I've got a major Hollywood film production company now I'm negotiating with to put out the film, and it's going to be epic. You guys have heard of the Ten Commandments <laughs> by Charlton Hebden, right? Yeah, I've heard about it. I'm, I'm yeah. a little familiar. Uh, yeah, well, guess who just wrote the sequel <laughs> called Return of the Ten Commandments? Could that be Dr. Staten Metzger? It is I. <laughs> it's a great story, man. It's, uh, you know, I, I stick to the biblical account of what happens with the Ark of the Covenant that houses the Ten Commandments inside, right? Uh, and it's not the Indiana Jones version. It's the, like the Ten Commandments that follows uh, the, the biblical timeline. And I follow it all the way through until the Temple of Solomon, where it's supposed to be housed, but it gets destroyed. Uh, and you know what? The Temple wouldn't have been destroyed if they had the Ark of the Covenant in there. Mm. And so I've got a little teaser in there where it goes. And I'll give you a hint. Uh, I follow the tribe, the ten lost tribes of Israel that take off to the land northward and nobody knows where they went. Uh, in my movie, uh, I follow them and I add the Hollywood twist of them coming back, taking the Ark of the Covenant uh, the night of the destruction of, of Solomon's temple, which is why it was destroyed in the first place, because they didn't have the Ark to support them and and then follow them for the next 2,000 years as to what happens with that ark and when they come back. Wow. I highly recommend your Facebook page to our listeners as well. Go get it. It's Dr. Staten Metzger. Also, Dr. Staten is one word. D-R-S-T-A-T-E-N. Metzger Jr. And then add Rock and Doc to the end of that and you can get my home page i also have an official fan page uh called rock and doc official fan page as well well you and i are friends on facebook now so i was already over there checking out your page and it's marvelous it's wonderful Woo <laughs> yeah i've been i've been blessed with some great stories and i just you know as god inspires me i keep putting them out my goal as a healer is to heal the world through touch speech and music, any way that I possibly can, I'm going to share those uh, in any way that I can through uh, these platforms. Oh, wonderful. It's been a joy visiting with you, and thank you so much for your time. Awesome. Tom, Plant, Cat, Ellis, you guys rock chords, vines, and dines. Love it. Uh, look forward to maybe being a part of it again someday. 
Thank oh, you definitely. so much for having me on the show. Definitely. You're going to have to have you back. Yes, for sure. All right, guys. Live well. Thank and you. rock Thanks. on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Wow. Cat, <laughs> how about Dr. Staten Metzger? <laughs> Is he amazing? I just love him. The pizzas. I really do. I wish his we were energy, neighbors. His I need that energy. energy. Wow. I need the energy, and I also need my body, my bones oh, cracked here. I need to be adjusted so badly. I think he'd be the one to do it. Yes. And uh, he certainly wouldn't run out of things to talk about, would you? No. <laughs> I don't think so at all. But we listened to his music uh, at the start of the show. Yes. And we are going to end our show with his so we heard my place at the beginning and we're um, going to end with change of direction change of direction yes. and uh, it's rock and doc and the backbones and uh, you can find his music uh, pretty much everywhere uh spotify apple music amazon uh, he's out there and he's out there at course vines and dines as well yes he's out there in more ways than one <laughs> and also next week on our show it's going to be all music people yes all of my uh, my good friends, Barry Keenan. I'm so excited that we're going to get Sally Champlin yes. back on the show. Oh, I love Sally. We, yes. She's we. such a sweetheart. And then also my longtime good friend, Brian Keeling. Cool. And I met Brian when he was drumming with Shooter Jennings. And uh, just a fabulous drummer. He's been all over the place. And I'm so looking forward to catching up with Brian, too. And Barry. I met Barry through my friend, uh, my my late friend, Mandy Martin. She was producing yes. him. And Sally, I'd, I'm not even sure how I met Sally, but somewhere in the middle of all that, I met her, and I am so glad we've yeah. become good friends. So, I was thinking um, that we need to get Kiki Epson on the show. Oh, yes. Wouldn't she be great? And this Thursday, I'm going to the uh, Belly Up in Solana Beach, and I'm going to see... Uh, my longtime friend, Paul Thorne, who's, if you ever get the chance to see him in concert, I'd played you a few of his songs. You know, I was yeah, there. I was saw him Well, no, concert. I was just saying, when you heard his music, before, oh, before. you saw him, you went, yeah, he's okay. And then you saw him in concert. Well, I, you know, I I like live music more than yeah. recorded music. I, I, I guess that's the photographer in me where I love to see the feeling and the emotion behind the artist. And, and seeing him in person was just absolutely fabulous. So it's been, I was going to see him, I'm going to say, um, about three years ago, and it was just when COVID hit, and everything was getting canceled left and right. So Yeah, we, but we did get to see him at one point. Oh, we did, but so that must have been COVID? four, four, yeah, four or five we went years. Down, I remember going down there, and they said the show was canceled. Well, that, that was, was the day his sister oh, died. Oh, that's right, that's yeah. right. So we, it must have been four four years ago that we saw him. Yeah, he, yeah, he was absolutely wonderful. I got to see what's going on with my friends with the Gunboat Kings. They've yes. Got, they've got a new uh, CD, I think, in the works coming out. Yeah, we need to have and them back on. Uh, yeah, Tom. I got to find out what's going on with them. Yeah. All my buddies. I got buddies all over the place, so we're going to get caught up with buddies them Buddies are good. Thanks again to our official produce sponsor, Melissa's Produce, melissas.com. And uh, next week, we're going to have a, a box of produce to talk about. Yay, produce and music. Yep, there you go. And I, we, we were talking earlier, we need to get some more uh, chefs back on the show because it is Cords, Vines, and Dines, and we can't forget the Dines part. Well, but we're, we did doing dine. a, we're we dining di ourselves. We dined this morning, and we talked about it. 
Yeah, it was good. Yum. That's a good excuse to go out for more bubbles. I mean, for more brunch. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, let's do it again next week. All right. Thank, thank you, everybody. Thanks for and listening. We're, we're going to end with the rock and dock. And the backbones. And the backbones. Change of direction. Thank you. If I told you there was a better place that had no pain, would you want to stay? Would you want to stay? If I told you there were no lies in here, then there's no such thing as crying. You believe me? Would you want to stay?
Sky.